So most times whenever I'm prepping for an episode, usually it starts off of like a particular question. And most times it's something that I've heard or something that I've read or just something that just makes me sort of be like, is that really though? Although in this particular case, this is one of those ones where it is actually the question that sort of, you know, decides the entire episode of which it is pretty much about relationships and dating. But before we get into any of that, I want us to talk about the one thing that has occupied so much of social media news in this part of the world for about the past week, if I can call it that. And that is the very interesting STI known as Super Gonorrhea. Like, that shit almost sounds like a superhero because there's super before it, but apparently there's nothing good about it. Like, it's a little bit weird to kind of think about it. I've never heard of a villain whose name started with Super. But anyways, that one's kind of besides the point. Now, the interesting thing is guys have been talking about it quite a bit. And there's a lot of conspiracy theories about it. And some people have spoken about how if you were vaccinated from COVID, then you have a higher chance of getting it versus if you weren't vaccinated. And apparently this shit was being spoken about like in 2020 and shit. And people are losing their minds about it. So I did a bit of research and I actually saw that the earliest news report that was there online about a form of super gonorrhea was back in like 2018. And apparently, like even the talks of super gonorrhea outside of Kenya were as recent as 2022. So I don't really know if it's something that's been caused by Kenyans, even though I'm about to blame them for this shit. But here's the thing. Like, I can get that it was gotten from a bunch of hoes and that would probably mean that, oh, you know, the problem is the prostitutes and blah, blah, blah. They bang everyone. But I feel like as Kenyans and more so as Nairobians, we need to have a conversation about being safe and actually ensuring that the other person is safe. Because here's the thing, like at least for the prostitutes, they went and they got tested. Like that one makes a lot more sense. The problem is there is a fuck ton of people out here that know that they have something, that know that they have some sort of infection or disease, but they won't say jack shit about it. They'll just end up banging. Yes, sometimes people might feel a little bit remorseful and really plead with you to use a condom, but I know it, especially for us as guys, like I know how good it feels to bang a shorty raw and I know how enjoyable that shit is. So putting on a condom kills like, I don't know, maybe 50% of the pleasure to a certain degree for some guys. And maybe that means that, you know, you'll probably always try and negotiate for you to not use a condom. But the problem is you can't be going raw with everyone. And this applies to both parties in whichever sexuality liking you'd like. Like, you can't just be hitting it raw with everyone. Because there's a lot of people that are fucking around and they know very well that they have a disease. And they're gonna bang you and they're gonna be okay with you going in raw. And they're not going to say jack shit. We've heard of the stories of, of babes going and banging as many guys as possible. Because somebody went and infected them with HIV. Now, imagine if someone knew that they had some form of gonorrhea and then they're busy giving it to everyone. Like, there's a certain level of maliciousness, but at the end of the day, your sexual health is your priority as a person and is your responsibility as a whole. So, at the very least, what I can tell you to do is, if you're going to bang someone that you're not very sure of their sexual activity, use a condom. If you know you're cheating, use a condom, regardless of whether you're male or female. And if you feel like using a condom is such a hard thing to do, then just jerk the fuck off. 
Like, go beat your meat and prevent this disease from spreading. Some of us are waiting to get out here on these streets the moment we become successful so that we can get our fair share of pussy. And then you people are just spoiling this shit for us? Man, fuck off, though. But anyways, promiscuous people aside, please be safe. And I've given you my PSA as a podcaster that talks about sex. So all the bad shit about good shit aside, I will move on to the actual good shit, which is this podcast. So how about we start things in a more typical fashion? Get ready for the battle of the sexes. Welcome to Breaktime on West Side, your number one Breaktime podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who still believes that astrology should have been the study of ass. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex, and relationships show, where I get to talk about modern dating. I get to question it a little bit. Sometimes some people might have different opinions, but I usually like to come through with that conclusion. And if you agree with it, if you disagree with it, if you just want to give feedback or if you want to say hi, then the place to do it at is at Breaktime on Westside on IG and on Facebook if you are on any of those apps. On Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs, which is at D. If you want to suggest tweets that you'd like me to discuss on Tweet Street, which is the Friday show, then you can also send them through there. The DMs always open. I don't discriminate. And by all means, I would be happy to listen to some of your feedback as well. Now, I do have quite the episode loading and I do want to get into our main topic of today, which does relate to modern dating in its current state. But before I get to that, I want to play a clip from the Fresh and Fit podcast because this is a clip that I feel should be played just to sort of highlight some of the dumb shit that people usually say on the internet. So here it is. Hey, so when your dick is on soft, if that thing like don't hang past your balls if it just right. sit on top of your balls your <laughs> dick is little because when the dick extends because you know y'all super saiyans y'all dicks grow like what the fuck <laughs> 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 okay so that's something that I once said in an episode in relation to lesbians and sex which I feel would probably be the most suited sort of bring up right now considering the context of what's being talked about here and All right, I get it. You know, this wasn't a discussion on sex. It's about dick sizes. How do lesbians kind of fit in? Trust me, you'll get it once I just finish talking about what it is that I'm saying. So what I said during that time was a lesbian can pleasure a woman way better than I can because at the end of the day, she knows how to pleasure a woman's body because she has a woman's body. And at its absolute core, most people don't know jack shit about sex. Most people like to act like they know a lot about sex, but most people don't know jack shit about sex and pleasuring someone to the absolute max. Now, when I said that, I said that in relation to people and giving pleasure. Now, I'm going to take that same exact thing and bring it to dick. Now, when I listen to a babe talking about how a guy's penis being you know like sitting above his balls and the balls being visible as a sign of a small dick i know very well that this woman doesn't know shit about dick like i know it just sounds like a bundled cuss words but that's exactly what i'm saying she doesn't know jack shit about the thing she's talking about which is dick because and this is something that can be refuted very very quickly from places like webmd and so on if you go to google and you just type is penis size determined when flaccid? I kid you the hell not. You will get an answer very, very quickly. Why the fuck do people go out there and start saying shit on the internet and they start thinking that it's the absolute truth? 
you can do your research and refute this shit in literally a couple of seconds. And the thing is, it's not like this is hard information to get. It's not like when I was doing the monogamy episode two weeks ago and I was pretty much going and looking at different studies and shit and trying to compile up shit and like come up with the best answer out of everything there. Nah, this is something that Google will give you a direct answer to by quoting a certain part of a certain website because it's that credible. Like, it actually isn't so hard. So... I actually went on to Google and I just Google just for the sake of it, even though I know it's bullshit, is penis size determined when flaccid? Meaning like when it's small and it's not grown and like fully erect and shit. And the answer that I got from healthline.com says, and I quote, there's no relationship between the size of a penis when flaccid or erect. In fact, a study in the Journal of Urology found that the average erect penis is similar for most adult men, but the sizes of flaccid penises vary. End quote. Kid you the fuck not. Maybe your results might be different if you Google it, but that's something that I've seen in more than one article, even without having to like go and like just pick the first article that I've seen. And you're finding people are just on the internet and they're saying this kind of garbage all the time and people are taking it as the gospel truth. Like, how is it that we're in the age where there's so much information on the internet, but people are picking the dumbest shit and other people are just soaking it up because they're like, yeah, that's probably about right because she probably knows her shit. Like, come on, bruh. Please just do your research and go and just actually just try and find some shit out. Don't just listen to people that are bro-sciencing their way through this and assume that whatever it is that they're saying is the credible truth just because they're on a public platform. Like, please... As a podcaster and content creator busy speaking to my listeners and to my audience, please, I implore you, go and do research on whatever it is that you hear. Then try and make some decisions for yourself. And stop listening to such unsubstantiated bullshit from basic-ass people. But anyways, maybe she didn't know shit or maybe she didn't have access to the internet where she's from, even though she has access to IG. All that said and done, I will leave it at that and I will move it on because I feel like that one is already done and dusted. To our main topic of today. Now, about three weeks ago, just before the year ended, I actually stumbled onto a very interesting reel that I felt kind of tickled my thought process on the entire idea of dating today, and I felt I should probably discuss it. I don't know, maybe it's the fact that I had so much shit to discuss over these past two weeks, and trust me, I still have a lot, but I kind of did stumble upon it again today, or at least I stumbled upon the creator that made the video. So it was this chick and she was busy asking a couple of different people different questions and she just so happened to ask this one babe in her video what her thoughts were on the current modern dating scene. And it actually did leave quite a bit to be desired in terms of the answer that was given, but it did give me the chance to actually kind of think about it as a whole because i always kind of just look at it in bits and i talk about stuff that people do at certain times but i don't usually address that question in its full form so i'm gonna play the clip for you then i'll kind of go into what it is that i think about it so here it is what do you think the biggest issue with modern dating is? I think like men think the grass is always greener. They always think they can like get something better. Whereas I feel like women don't have that. Like we've never had that opinion about men. So I think it's just making the dating game harder for women. Yeah. So interesting outlook on the entire thing. I don't entirely agree with the answer and I'll get into that. But 
as a content creator who has pretty much been looking into the topic of love sex and relationships for a couple of years i've never actually sat down to you know just look at the entire modern dating culture and market that is there right now because i've sort of always looked at certain bits of it you know the practices that the babes have had in terms of dating and sex and being single or the practices that the dudes will have in terms of dating or in sex or when they're single or when they're married and shit or i'll probably be looking at the sexual market or how the current dating market might be because of the sexual market like i've pretty much just always looked at it in bits but never as like one entire total thing and of course i do recognize that the dating scene is going to be different from place to place like i don't expect that the miami dating scene is going to be the same as the one in mombasa or that the one in kampala is going to be the same one as the one in nairobi but because a lot of people have consumed nearly the same content or roughly similar content then you might find a couple of similarities here and there although all that said and done i will only speak for nairobi because it's the nairobi dating culture that i know best it's the one that i've experienced it's the one that i've seen and heard and been a part of so First of all, let me get into exactly what this babe said about, you know, men seeing as though the grass is always green on the other side. First of all, that's bullshit. Guys will go for the best option that's available in front of them at that point in time. Like it's never, "Oh, I could get this and this or that and that if I'm in like this and this place." No, it's usually this is the babe that I want to be with right now in this current environment that I'm in, which is why in as much as guys might be pining for the finest babe in South Africa or in Ghana, like at the end of the day, dudes are still going to choose to date the babe that's there with them. It's not about, "Oh, you know there's greener pastures out there." It's literally just do I want to be with this person because she ticks the most boxes or am I willing to stay single? That one's probably the easiest to just kind of decipher because that's not how guys function. I tend to think more babes actually function like that because there's a lot more babes that will settle because a lot of the times the guys that they want to be with don't want to date them and the ones that they don't want are the ones that are willing to go above and beyond. Also a lot of times whenever it comes to you know choosing to go for some sort of long-term partnership a lot of women will always feel like they didn't get the best available guy because probably didn't want to commit but they ended up with a guy that offered the most security and stability and that also does kind of contribute to them feeling like they actually settled although her opinion said and dusted and all why does the modern dating culture in Nairobi suck so much Uh, because I'll be particularly honest, a lot of Nairobi babes and a lot of Nairobi guys will always talk about how it's a toxic scene or how Nairobi is a big bedroom or the amount of cheating is too much or, you know, it's shit, you know, it's full of shit people and people have trauma and people have unresolved, blah, blah, blah. Like there's all manner of things that people have said about the Nairobi dating culture that is just bad. And the question is, why does it suck so much? Now, I actually sat and I thought about this for a little bit of a while and I sort of tried to just come up with a couple of reasons why I think it is that way and I sort of condensed them to about four. And the first one is people overvalue themselves. The second one is people undervalue themselves. I'll kind of get into why both of those work. The third one is people think infidelity is okay or more people think that infidelity is okay. And the fourth one is that there's too many people saying all of the wrong things about dating and people are following that shit. Now, 
of course i wouldn't be pulling a lot of that shit out of my ass not unless if i actually had some sort of a good explanation behind all of them so first of all people overvaluing themselves honestly i feel like too many people have pretty much gotten engrossed and pretty much gotten sucked into this whole thing of them being the prize like the whole men are the prize or women are the prize and they've gotten so sucked into this whole lifestyle and thought process that they don't see themselves as anything less than what they think they are because as babes that are threes and fours and twos that think that they're tens and they expect that they're going to be treated like tens by every single person there's guys that believe that they're the prize and babes should be bending over to their will and because one side is expecting so much and the other side is expecting so much you find that there's an impasse and people end up not treating each other right and relationships don't end up lasting long if they ever go into actually becoming a relationship and eventually all of that just culminates in people talking about how toxic the dating scene is in Nairobi which makes a fuck ton of sense you know some people aren't worth the shit that they talk when a guy is busy saying that you know he's the prize and women should be submissive and you know you should be doing this for me and you should be doing that for me and you're not really you know living up to your end of the bargain and you can't even honor a simple commitment then you're clearly overvaluing your contribution to the entire thing when a baby is like i can do no wrong or she believes that she can do no wrong if there's anything that's the issue it's the guy's fault then she's probably overvaluing her contribution as a human being and sort of summing it up to make it seem like she's actually like maybe one or two steps below being a goddess which isn't usually the case for too many people like hell even people who've gone through good breakups where people have just parted their ways admit that they were wrong even though the other person might have been toxic towards them but anyways that is the reason why i believe that people overvalue themselves and secondly people undervalue themselves there's a lot of people that are in very toxic relationships and they stick there because they believe that the the dude that they're with treats them right so you know it's it's a trade and it's a compromise and shit even though they're being treated ridiculously badly there's a lot of guys that are in relationships with babes that treat them like shit because they thought or they think that they can never get a babe like that one again that's that fine and they can give them that level of status there's guys that will pretty much be willing to do it all just to get some pussy and there's some women that will pretty much be screwing with a guy that will not date them simply because they wish that if they give him that pussy and they throw it back that well that they'll eventually make this guy think about it afterwards and be like damn like this shorty threw that pussy back so well and she's so nice to me damn like i think i should date her like shit like i could probably even marry the baby shit of which the truth of it is especially with the kind of pussy that's flying around nowadays like that shit's probably not going to happen like that i'm not saying it like that's just the current reality with the way people are giving it up nowadays I don't think there's gonna be a dude that's gonna be sitting back thinking that at some point after getting some level of pussy from you he'll actually change and be like you know what I think I'm gonna wife this babe. I don't think there's a man who lacks postnut clarity enough to actually think that. Now, the third reason is people or should I say more people think that infidelity is okay. And I've spoken about this before and I've spoken about how the radio show the most popular radio show in Nairobi is actually Maina and Kingang in the morning and these guys talk about relationships and sex and they've been doing this for over a decade 
actually as far back as i've been listening to radio these guys have spoken about sex all the way back like early 2000s type shit like over 15 years probably 16 17 18 maybe even 20 years ago these guys were busy talking about this shit and infidelity is something that's been spoken about quite a while even when i started becoming more of a dedicated listener in the 2010s and shit they were still talking about this and it got to a point where it sounded so normal for people that it actually didn't seem like it was that big of a problem especially on the guy's side nowadays it's also starting to become a little bit more common from the women's side you're hearing about married women that are having a thing with some guy on the side and their husband doesn't know or they're having a thing with multiple guys on the side and their husband doesn't know now the problem with that plus people talking about it on the internet and people busy airing their dirty laundry outside is that a lot of people think that cheating is normal and everyone does it and more so than that they believe that now it's okay but beyond that there's definitely going to be more people cheating because they believe that other people do it so they probably could do it or should do it as long as they don't get caught now of course i don't think you can really go out and do a study of if they didn't hear about it would they have done it or the fact that they do hear it means that they do it a lot more but at the end of the day the fact that there's more people talking about it means that it's becoming more normalized the more normalized it becomes the more people will engage in it and feel like it's a natural act of some sort or it's a common habit that everyone engages in which sort of justifies it to some people who like to follow the crowd then last but definitely not least the fourth reason why modern dating sucks today is the fact that there's too many people saying all the wrong things about dating and people are gobbling all of that shit up and following it almost to a t and that ends up wrecking a fuck ton of people people are talking about how they're all bad bitches now and suddenly you're finding babes who are like oh you know what i don't need a man you know i can be a bad bitch or they now want to start controlling the man a certain kind of way or they believe that if your man doesn't treat you like this then you probably shouldn't be with him or they'll talk about how your man has to treat you in a certain kind of way otherwise he doesn't love you which isn't entirely the case the same thing happens on the guy side they're like oh you know your woman should be submissive to this level if not then you should drop the bitch or if she questions you you should drop the bitch or you should only go for these certain kinds of women you should go for women of these kinds of ages you should avoid women who are above this age because they've hit the wall and they're no longer desirable and blah 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 and at the end of the day you kind of have to ask yourself like they're undesirable to who maybe i might find them attractive but you don't because desirability is a very subjective thing it's not an objective thing everywhere around the world and you can say that this is just you know american media or different other places but this is something that will end up trickling in to the kenyan masses this is something that will trickle in because people are consuming more media from other places whether or not it's from within their own country like there's this thing that i was being told about not too long ago about babes being given like a proper estimate of how much the engagement ring is supposed to cost and my friend was telling me about how it's supposed to be worth three months of the guy's salary and i sat and i thought about that for a second and i'm like how the hell is this guy going to save up three months of his own salary just to throw it on a ring it doesn't make fuck all sense and even when you try and ask like why does that matter isn't the fact that this guy want to marry you more important and people are still running back to the whole oh you know the ring is supposed to be worth this much 
then you look on the other side and there's guys busy talking about how they don't want babes with a body count who's only between the age of all know 19 to 25 years old or 19 to 23 years old and the question that i still have to ask is what if i find 20 year olds 21 year olds 23 year olds annoying what if I don't find them particularly, you know, good to relate with or that attractive to me? Maybe I want a slightly more mature woman who understands what it is that she wants out of her own life. And I don't want someone who's still in the exploring phase of theirs. And they're like, nah, 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 like those ones are the old ones, you know, like the 30-year-olds, they've hit the wall, you should avoid them. And you literally have to ask yourself, like, why do people believe that this is the case for everyone? You don't have to believe that shit. You can literally choose who it is that you want to date and stick to certain principles that you believe will keep you on the right path. You don't have to listen to all of these guys and hell. Yes, even I'm one of the people that talks about relationships and dating and sex and marriage. And yes, you don't have to listen to me completely. But at least go and find out for yourself if that's good or if it actually works out for you. Then you can decide whether you want to go through with it or not. Which kind of brings me to my conclusion. The most unfortunate part about all of this is that there's a lot of great people, there's a lot of great women and men that are very, very open to dating, that are going to be very good partners, good boyfriends, good girlfriends, whether you're straight, gay, bi, it doesn't matter. Like, they're going to be very good partners, but they end up missing out and they end up being lost in all of this fog because the dating culture has been dominated by loud people that talk a lot of shit, can barely back that shit up and expect you to live by the same exact shits that they do just because they believe in them, which I don't think is the case, which is why I can say even as someone that talks about this, even though I may try to be balanced and I may try to speak for the men and what it is that we go through, you don't have to listen to what it is that I say. You don't have to follow whatever it is that I tell you. At the end of the day, I just want you to make a good decision for you. And I want you to know that there's great people out there. You just have to do a little bit of searching and try and avoid a couple of ancient people. Be they ancient niggas or ancient bitches. And normally I hope that I'm wrong about whatever it is that I spoke about. But in this particular case, I'm willing to hope that I'm not but either way, I want your thoughts on this. The DMs are open on Facebook, on IG. It is at Breaktime on my side on Twitter. It is at Bagaka the D. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs>